You're now listening to a Rat House Production Podcast. For more podcasts like this, head to R-E-T-T-H-A-U-S dot net. Hey, hey, you guys, and welcome to Comics After Dark for the Real Comic Fan. I'm your host, MTR, also known as Math Rat. And as always... You can't take his thing. Of course I can. I've done it for like three weeks now. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you know they can see you, like, no matter what. Yeah, it rips me off. <sighs> hey, hey, you guys. Patrick. It's okay. Actually, I forgot what I was watching, but someone else did. Hey, hey, you guys. I was like, this motherfucker took my <laughs> my line. What, what would you call it? What's your, is that catchphrase? Pick up line? Pretty sure. Your pick up, that's your pickup pick line. line. Hey, 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 guys. hey, ladies. Hey, guys. I just picture you pulling up in a white panel van, rolling down the window and saying, hey, hey, you guys. Oh, right. Stop doing that. And dude. that yeah. there is the promo for what not to do. <laughs> exactly. How you guys doing today? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Tired, but okay. So, um, uh, much to, there? Huh? I realized I was, I thought of something. Doing your imitation laugh. of me two weeks he ago. Fed when the I could beast. Talk. No, I was doing my imitation of you when like you got your pull list and you're like, holy shit. You see what I saw the price. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I was getting into. So unfortunately, uh, we got Patrick back into comics. So now <laughs> How much was your pull this week? Dude, I've been to three comic shops in the last oh, three God. days. Holy shit, dude. Because I'll be like, oh, I just need this one thing. They're like, I can order it for you. I'm like, mm, that's cool. Because I want it tomorrow. I'll go through the boxes. Yeah. I want this. Yeah, I want I'm, this. Dude, it's, it's bad. I have a serious problem. You do. But you have the money to have the problem. It's like people that, you know, it's the difference between crack and cocaine, you know? The people that can afford the coke, they're going for it because they got the money to burn it, man. I mean, you, you do take a vacation after you just took a vacation. Yeah, <laughs> you did. From the this vacation. Thing, I mean... What a bad time for you guys to get me back into it, and I'm leaving for three weeks, so I can't read. <laughs> well, well, all your all your digital uploads, you could just put it on your phone and then read it through there. there yeah, but go. I mean, the stuff that comes out while I'm gone. Yeah, you know what I mean. We'll read it for you. Where's your pull list? No, we'll, we'll lick every <laughs> page and close it. I'm gonna call the shop and say, um, "Here's my credit card number. Now read me the digital download code." <laughs> <laughs> you know, what? I think you can do yeah, that. Technically. I know some people that do that. Oh shit, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you guys ready to get in some comic book reviews? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Maestro, hit me. No. Damn it. He said hit him, so hit him. I wish we had like a plush toy so I could just throw it. I want to hit you, but not hurt you. I want to uh, hit you, but not hurt you. Oh, damn it. I can't get into it. I'll get give it. a little teaser. Tease just it. a little teaser. Tease it. <laughs> Green Lantern hit someone with a punching uh, arrow, so you know you can hit me that way. It's uh, <laughs> the fucking like full on like... Yeah, the boxing glove at the end. <laughs> it's so stupid. I'll get into that though. So, um, let's start off with an individual comic. Uh oh. <laughs> Life is like yet. a mystery <laughs> here in ah, Dunkirk. Ah, I, I got a tag. Sorry, buddy. Life's like a mystery. Rewriting history. DuckTales. Woo! That might fuck up the, fo- the focus on it. Whatever. I just fucked up the focus on it. DuckTales. Woo. So, uh, comic book reviews. What'd you guys read? What you guys got? What do we got? What do we got? Uh, Mike. New? Yeah. Besides our group one? Yes. Did you read an additional one? Just an old one. Okay, what'd you read, man? 
<laughs> what we were arguing about earlier. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, okay, we'll start off with that then. That's fine. Uh, I don't remember who's who's the artist and everything, but uh, I re- end up rereading um, Carnage Axis, and I fucking oh. love it so much. So. I, so- for people that don't know, what was Access? And uh, obviously, it's Marvel. Pretty so. much the whole. I was gonna be like, and who wrote it? But, pretty much yeah. the whole story arc of it is pretty much is like a um, bunch of heroes and villains teamed up to fight each other at one particular point. And I, I want to say either it was it, with Red Skull and then fucking. But he was. But he was. Uh, Who's the big guy? It looks like Magneto, but it's not Magneto. Onslaught. It, yeah, but but it was Red Skull's mind in Onslaught. Onslaught. Yeah. So Onslaught, and then he did something, and then Scarlet. The Professor X. Yeah. Um, no, he stole his brain. There we go. He stole Professor X's brain, and then so he tried to do something to make everybody evil in the entire world, and then Scarlet Witch tried to stop it, but it did a big giant polarity shift in that specific area. So all the heroes become villains, and he, and the villains become heroes. Which is kind of weird. Uh, I think some the, friends the become enemies. Some enemies become friends. Is, uh, yeah, Rick Spears. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I can't recall that. I'm pretty sure that is also when when Iron Man needs help from Deadpool. So it's so great because like he's like it. he goes Iron Man's like help me and Deadpool's like. Do I become an Avenger if I help you? And he goes, no. And he's like, I'm not helping you. No. And then, like, out of nowhere, Deadpool is just murdering people. He's like, and then I saw her face. <laughs> now I'm an Avenger. <laughs> I'm in love. Like, in just like, but the best I'm an part, Avenger. If, I could avenge on that if issue, I try. It's like on the issue itself play that song yeah. while you're reading it and not only that but it but it's deadpool and like basically the iron suits power down and it's deadpool with like fucking a cord and like where do i plug this like the question mark exclamation <laughs> yeah. that was point. like the best fucking cover <laughs> ever um so while all this is happening uh that's the deadpool solo series that, yeah that's happened. so after that he's just running around telling telling everybody he's he's an avenger well not only that that's like pretty much after axis but he ends up bec- um so he gets affected on the polarity shift so oh yeah so he becomes pretty much a pacifist fucking deadpool and he's got like you know those like really big like buddhist, buddhist. necklace like yeah. the beads He's wearing that white, and shit. So he's all white and black. I love it. So and so, but he so his his real self is in his head, still talking to him. So like he's in a subway train and he saw like three villains. And he was like, "Oh shit, Deadpool's here!" And then pretty much like his passive self is like, "Oh hi, blah, blah blah." I was like, "No, I told you. Next time I see them, I will kill them." <laughs> so it's like that internal struggle with it. But it's it pretty awesome. cool though. But um, back with the Carnage one. Yeah. But the Carnage one it was pretty cool. Carnage is good now. Yeah. So he's swinging around like trying to help people, and people are like, "Oh God, it's Carnage!" <laughs> but and, and it's funny too because even though he's like making an attempt to save people. He's killing the bad guys, yeah. so he's like, so, so like the bad guys are like, Carnage is here, and then he's killing them, and he's like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> so, and, and it's a really good, um, I think it was a three, three parter, three or four parter, three or four. I read the Goblin one, that was horrible. Uh, don't get me started on that one. So, on that series alone, it was pretty good, and then it kind of fucked up too because he was like really trying hard to be good, and he saved a reporter and this whole entire time they're like stuck to each other and then she ends up fucking him over and he's like what the fuck man I'm like I'm trying to be fucking good and then you, know, you just do this shit to me and she's like well I'm sorry and so I'm like man 
That's life. It is. That's life. That's life. Mm, Plug in. (laughs) (laughs) All social media, that's life underscore five. Shameless plug. So, but other than that, no, I enjoy... I remember reading that. I still need to finish uh, with Marvel. I need to finish Superior Spider-Man. I haven't finished it yet. I know what happens. I just haven't read it. Have you read Superior Carnage? I did read Superior Carnage. I love that one. That's when... um, uh, I forgot what doctor it is, but he basically he the makes wizard. Clarence Cassidy. Uh, Car- uh, can you say his name for me? Cletus. Cletus Cassidy's brain. Go. Uh, he lobotomizes him, mm-hmm. and they're like, "You fucking idiot!" It that actually allows the symbiote to completely take over, and then he's so just well, wrecking shit. Kind of wrong on that. No, that's what it was. Well, he was already when he got, went to the sense of the super max. Prison. Oh, you're right. They separated. Yeah, so they so, lobotomize him first. And separate but the, the dumbasses from it. Yeah. didn't know that uh, in like the backstory of it that he actually ate the symbiote carnage. So any cut or anything he gets, he bleeds out fucking carnage. So and obviously he got because it's a blood symbiote. Yeah. So he got fucking lobotomized. So he has fucking blood coming out. So he's like literally brain dead. And everybody in the prison is like kind of freaking out. It's like oh shit. It's like oh, and the guards like oh he's fucking brain dead. He can't do shit. All of a sudden, and it's cool because the whole narration of that first issue is a, a petty, pretty much what his crime was petty. So there wasn't enough room in the regular prison, so they sent him to a super max prison. Yeah, yeah. So he's freaking out, and all of a sudden, death everywhere, and he's like freaking out. He literally, this guy peed his pants and died because Carnage yeah. killed him. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, that one was actually pretty good. That was I read. Uh, I didn't read Maximum Carnage. Did you read Maximum Carnage? No, I haven't read that one yet. I know there was Minimal Minimum Carnage and Maximum Carnage. Yeah, too. Minimum Carnage. I read that one. I haven't read Maximum, but I think I read Minimum. But other than that, yeah. So pretty much just just keep it short and simple. When Axis Carnage, it's like if you want to see like the whole different side of Carnage. Doesn't he end up sacrificing himself too, and he dies at the end of it? Mm-mm. No, I Mm-mm. thought he did. No, he just got fucked over by the reporter. Oh, okay. So, have have you read Anti-Venom by chance? Have you read Anti-Venom? No, sir. uh, It's actually really cool because this guy gets the the black symbiote, but uh, uh, Mr. Negative touches him, and it switches the the symbiote. It's basically like, it's okay to have it now. Like, he's a superhero, but because he looks like a Venom, he comes in, and they're like, oh, my God, it's going to kill me. He's like, no, I'm here to help. And, like, I think uh, even one series, like, Punisher's just shooting at him and he finally gets the Punisher he's like dude I'm a fucking good guy and even then Punisher's like no symbiote's good and he's like no I, I, I'm not killing you right now just fucking listen to me yeah Eddie Brock was rocking that one was it Eddie Brock? Mm-hmm. I don't think it was when I read it mm-hmm. Eddie Ro- Brock ends up getting okay. the he's the end up you would know more Marvel than me so <laughs> you're probably right no yeah he ends up becoming anti-venom so and he, anti-venom it's pretty much the only symbiote can kill other symbiotes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and it's cool too because he's still like if he in, yeah, if he goes by Spider Man or anything, Spider Man still can't sense him. Yeah, so fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead. Let's get into a group. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's get into. A group. Did you read any, any single ones? I did, but uh, I'm, I'm gonna save that. Yeah, because it, it it it'll make sense a little later. Gotcha. Let's go ahead. Let's get into a group one. Yeah, I can tell you about what I'm reading that in like two minutes and I'll okay. get into it. So I'm well, going back and I'm let me, way let me behind. Um, I'm catching up on all the rebirth stuff because I fell off right when it started just because I wasn't working. So I'm like, not a good time to collect. Yeah. But I still have all the number ones like piled up. Yeah. And so. That's what happens when you have a pull list. You get behind and you're like, I'll read that next week. And next week becomes next month. And then next month becomes three months. And then three months becomes, 
Wait, two years. and then and then you read the, that issue that you got that month, and you're like, I don't understand what's going on. I'm just gonna get the trades. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so right now I'm reading through Supergirl. I always like to to, to check out what what changes they make to comics like after they they introduce it into a movie or TV show to see if they try to merge merge them a little bit. You, know I mean? <laughs> you all right? No. But but that that kind of leads into our group one. Nice hit, my astro. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I'm trying to catch up on all the the rebirth stuff is so that I'm up to date when Doomsday Clock comes to an end in the year. Because yes. that's when it's all going to connect. So we can go into group now. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I mean, because I, I just started, so I don't have a lot to say. But, oh, okay. But, yeah. What what is okay, it? Okay. The, uh, oh, who who writes it as well? Uh, written Steve Orlando, Brian Ching. Brian Ching's always yeah. at like Long Beach Comic Con and stuff. It might be an awesome time to get a sign. Hey, we got light. Oh shit! So this first nice. one is uh, <laughs> Reign of the Cyborg Superman, and uh, that's like the t- that was literally like New Fifty Two ended, and yeah. then like, this starts up and she's depowered. They shoot her into the sun. She comes out with her powers again. Uh, she starts battling the cyborg, who turns out to be her father, supposedly robot, quote unquote, robot, robot father, father, and he's bringing back um, Argo City but they're all robots and they need to like basically kill a human to become real that's, that's oh, where I'm at right fuck? now yeah. hell yeah <laughs> so I've been reading Supergirl for pretty much since the beginning crisis yeah. <laughs> first crisis Supergirl's awesome man. and then even through the um, when when they killed her off and they brought in the new Supergirl that was Linda Danvers I'm a, I'm a big fan of Superboy mm. so I'd be interested to maybe like try to go back and read all those and we could kind of cross reference yeah, and see if they do connect or not like fuck Superboy Prime that is still the worst storyline I've ever heard in comics when Superboy Prime looks at the new 52 and he goes I don't like the way it looks and he punches reality back get the fuck <laughs> and then fucking Jason Todd comes back to life uh, <laughs> you know what Jason uh, oh we don't have power around music let's kill it anyways though kill it and let's get into this. Who is the... I might have Power Round music on. From the fucking Bat Family? Yeah, hold on, hold on. Let me see if I have Power Round music on my phone. Uh, podcast? Uh? 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 Host, turn producer. If he no. doesn't have it... Yes, I do. Disappointing. Okay, good. Uh, I have Power Round music. You guys ready? Power yeah, Round. Do it, baby girl. Who is the best Robin? Do it. Oh, that's the old power round music. Fuck it, let's go with it. All right, let's do it. Just, just go with it. So, who is the best Robin, in your guys' opinion? I'm gonna go last. Jason Todd. Why? Just the whole chance for like Jason Todd from. I know people will say fucking Damian Wayne was far more needed, like more violent in the sense, but he was like trained, like fucking. Jason Todd, he was unpredictable, fucking violent. He's like no, literally no fucks given. Like way more than fucking Damian Wayne was, and just even the story arc when, when uh, when he died too, the death of the family. That was just I'm like oh shit. And then how he got brought back and how psychologically he was fucked up. And he's like, and then before he, and so when coming to become Red Hood, he's like, you left me fucking to die. He's like, no, bro, I didn't. It's like I try to save you, and I thought you were dead, but I didn't know that fucking. You didn't try everything. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like I didn't know that fucking Rajal Ghul fucking took you and brought you back to life, and apparently, but Rajal Ghul is pretty much doing a good thing for Batman, it's like and Bruce to bring back Jason Todd, but obviously it had his negative side effects of it. So, all right, Patrick, Stephanie Brown. 
Really? No. Uh, <laughs> I did like her. Cassandra Kane. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I don't know. Prob- probably Dick. I, I like. I like watching this this you story like of this guy. Don't who, do it, Jose. <laughs> I know where you're going. <laughs> the story of this kid that grows up like being the first Robin and growing up just okay. in Batman's shadow and trying to go out and be his own thing. I think over like over the entire arc, it's just. I think it's a really interesting story. You see how many times he kind of moves away, do yeah. his own thing. Okay, I'll be part of the Bat family. No, I won't. I'll be Batman for a little while. No, I won't. I, <laughs> like, I just think he's got a pretty pretty cool story. I mean, I remember reading Jason Todd <laughs> when they killed him off. Yeah. I'm that old. <laughs> when, he, when, he, when he called so, up and he was yeah, he like, called. Yeah. Were, you that dick? Him. <laughs> were, you, were you the dick that called 39 times? I didn't call. Uh, but it was pretty cool to know. Like, I remember, I think I was probably in fifth grade when it happened. Just so that you could vote of whether or not to. And, like, back then, we're like, they won't kill off Robin. Oh, they killed off Robin. <laughs> they fucking killed him. <laughs> they fucking killed him. So, and then years later, I'm like, I told you they wouldn't kill him off. <laughs> so, uh, but, I mean, I, I, yeah. I got way heavy into DC stuff during the time of, of Tim. So, he was kind of like the Robin I knew the, the yeah. best. But then I yeah. also went back and read a ton of stuff. So. So uh, I'm going to say with the last 10 seconds, I'm going to say Jason Todd. Reason why? Tried to steal the hub cops out of the fucking Batman. <laughs> yeah. And was wearing a poison idea yeah. shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> but in all fair, uh, 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 realistically, like uh, Jason Todd, it's a close second, but my heart will always be with Damian Wayne. Because really? I because I read because that's when I got into comics. Okay, uh, so yeah, I see. So I, I started reading Batman and Robin and like loved it and like I cried so hard when they killed him. Mm. And like if you were reading all the Bat titles, they're they're all called Requiem and they all had yeah. the, oh, the yeah, R. Yeah. And uh, there was one that was a silent issue. Mm. And like at the very end, it was like da- uh, Damien wrote something to to Bruce. And it was just, it was so sad. It was so heartfelt. In fact, I even remember getting really upset over uh, how well uh, Batman and Robin was written because there's, there's uh, towards the end of a story arc, there's some dude that's coming back. Supposedly, he was a partner with Bruce Wayne. And he was like, dude, like, you were supposed to be with me. You weren't supposed to be Batman. And you fucking abandoned me. And uh, there's like a pressure point move that you, you can do to like just completely immobilize someone. Oh, Avatar. But, yeah, exactly. It's like that. <laughs> but... If you do it too hard, you kill the guy. Yeah, and Robin does it too hard, and like his fingers are, are went through in the guy's skull still, and the guy's dead. And he looks to Batman and says, "Forgive me, Father, for I've sinned." And I was like, "Oh this. shit!" And like Batman's <laughs> basically, well, now we got to cover up this murder and shit. So there is a to me. I mean, like Damien will always be in my heart, but realistically, if I look amongst all of them. I love Jason, Jason Todd, Todd, man. Jason Todd was ruthless, dude. And as much as people, I understand that he was, he was unpredictable, just like, just like uh, Mike says. But dude, like, he was badass. He was attacked, and he hit the ground, running. fucking running, dude. He far surpassed. I feel everybody else as a Robin, uh, because Batman didn't want to put limits on him due to Dick. Yeah. And like he kind of should have, which ultimately yeah. equaled his demise. Yeah, it really did, and. That's why, um, fuck, what was it, Arkham City when we get Red Hood? No, it's Arkham Knight. Was it Arkham Knight? Yes. Uh, Arkham Knight, that, I already knew. Because remember, he's the, he is the Arkham Knight. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, even that. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But even the, that story arc in that game alone, like, 
I already knew it was gonna be end up towards fucking. Oh, fucking I knew when they were teasing yeah. shit. I was like, "There's Red Hood." Yeah, it's Red Hood. <laughs> but even though, Let's be real, even though with that, I was like, "Holy shit!" It, like I still that emotion of the story. And, even then, like you go to GameStop, and I I don't know if you were working there at that time, Patrick, or not, but I know you're at least going into GameStop. They had Red Hood shirts, yeah. and I was like, "You're and there and everybody, uh, everyone at Warner Brother Games, it's not Red Hood. It's not, why are you selling Red Hood shirt? We don't know." <laughs> get the well, it's like the red, uh, like yeah, the... I mean, like as you were saying about like the how ruthless he was and stuff. But to me, his story works because of Dick Grayson. Right? Yeah, like okay, yeah, you know what I mean. Like you. so, that's why I feel like he, yeah, like, yeah, when yeah, you yeah, say yeah. he's the best. <laughs> but but if you but if the question is like who's who's your Robin, then by your answer, mine is Tim. Like yeah. for the same reason when yeah. I came, when I got heavy into it, because I Robin too. I think when I read I read a lot of Batman when I was really young, but I think it was during that time that. Dick had already quit and death in the family may have already happened. Like that's so there was like a little period of no Robin. When I when I got way into it, it was Tim Drake had his own comic. Yeah. Like and oh, yeah, so yeah. it was like he was That had to have been Robin. during then that had to have been pre um Nightfall then, right? Because he was on his own and he got brought back in due to Nightfall. Mm, yeah, no, I, I I I got heavy, heavy into DC after Nightfall too. Okay, so so you got into like No Man's Land and shit. Oh yeah, <sighs> all that stuff. <laughs> That's a brutal story. That's fucking long. That as was shit. A, well, and if you think about it, it was a it wasn't just a long story. It was like the third long story in a row because you had Nightfall, which Cat- was three well, years. Well, you, but but Cataclysm is what led to No Man's Land. Like first you had the earthquake oh, story, yeah, yeah. and mm. I think there was a, something I can't remember the name. But there was another one. And then there was like three preludes prior to yeah, it was yeah. just like, hey, we're doing this crossover, huh? But that was just the preview to this big crossover. Oh wait, here's Ta-da! here's the entire no man's land thing, went yeah. on forever. Yeah, dude, forever no man's land could probably fill up. I want to say three or four long boxes. Yeah, yeah it was probably. bad. Dude. It was huge. If you bought in them fact, all, you could even buy like a map, and they have a yeah. poster board map where's everything every, Yeah, dude. Yeah. Holy shit! So it was like, oh, you want to know what happened in this territory? Get these books. Re- yes, yes, dude. Yes. Was, you looked at it, and you're just like, no one could afford this, and your where's friend's like, map? I bought it all, and you're like. Ouch! Actually, yeah, that's actually really good marketing plans. Like, here's the map. Billy owns all of Billy owns all of. Does he really everything? Uh, everything that has to do, even the preludes to uh, to oh, no man's I do too. They're in storage. I had it because that's when I bought. <sighs> yeah. Santos. Uh, that, that's that's the era I was telling you about. Where I hit the comic shop and then I'd come out with a big stack yeah, every Wednesday. Sense. Not like oh, I haven't been here in a few weeks. Oh, it's a big stack. Yeah. It was <laughs> okay because you figure the Bat Family was enormous by back then. He, oh yeah, Batman had. Four titles a month, so it was Batman Detective and Shadow of the Bat were in No Man's Land. Legends of the Dark Knight was not, so once a week you got a break. Yeah, <laughs> but then on top of that, you had you had Robin Nightwing, um, the new Batgirl had just started. That was with Cassandra Kane. Cassandra Kane. Yes. It, I think it spun out of No Man's Land because she showed up and he didn't even know who she was. I think. Yeah. She had the covered face. Um, Azriel. Oh shit! Uh, but that, but that's black Azrael, not white Azrael, right? Uh, no, I think it was white Azrael. You sure? Crossed over before they. I think they killed him off. I, I, I'd have to. It's been so long. Yeah, you're, you're talking about nineties, <laughs> I think. Yeah, and on, and on top of it, a like long then, periods of time. Tons of one shots. Yeah, 
just so so much going on. All right, let's get into something yeah. because this is going to hurt us. So, speaking of year-long crossovers. No shit. <laughs> We're reading Doomsday Clock. We all read number one. Uh, so this is written by Jeff Johns, and I believe the art is... Uh, I can't believe I forgot his name. I did forget his name. Sure. It doesn't. Uh, Jose, can we get that pulled up? It's uh, shit. Don't try, Bob. I forgot what I forgot what his name is because I was just talking about him. No, because it just uh, on at least on the right hand side it just lists uh, uh, no. just the rights. What about the end? What about the end? It's got to. It has to say it in there somewhere. Come on, man. Um, there, there you go, Gary Frank. That's who it is, Gary Frank. So, uh, Rorschach is apparently back. Mm-hmm. Apparently, but we find out that Adrian could possibly have cloned. Rorschach? Yeah. On top of it, Adrian's carrying around his cat, which we all know from mm-hmm. back movie. in Watchmen or the movie uh, when Dr. Manhattan and the cat go into the same... Uh, Chinga thingy. Yeah, Chinga. <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes him disappear. Uh, the cat goes, obviously, Dr. Manhattan comes back because he even dresses. Like, this was the first thing I learned. Like, did you think I wasn't able to do it? Um, but Adrian understands that he has cancer and he's dying. Mm-hmm. So... He needs to find a world that's more stable. Yeah. And that's when we jump on over to uh, our Earth with Superman. And Superman has a nightmare about his family. Mm-hmm. And it's the first nightmare he's ever had. And that's where we end. I actually want to uh, read the end quote Go of for that. It. I really did like it. And uh, and it's cool, too, because uh, if you were a huge fan of The Watchmen, it has like letters in the back, which are really important. And I, I do suggest reading, but we're going to stick to the main story. Uh, Ozymandias says... Uh, he meets some fragment. Uh, he meets some fragment huge, and stops to guess what powerful but unrecorded race once dwelt in the annihilation place. So, it's a little teaser of what's about to happen, happen next. So, uh, first off, what do you guys is? What do you guys think of this comic? It was sl- it was slow for me to be honest okay. with you, but That's fair enough. But. <clears throat> but then again, I'm not a big DC head. Also, at the same time, so it's also something you don't. What, what's another thing you don't care about within this comic? Superman. <laughs> I hate Superman. I don't like. I don't care for him. Fair enough. He's not relatable to me. So, so I don't think he's relatable to anybody. No. Speak for yourself. <laughs> nobody's a, nobody's no, calm down, champ. Because no. you're super now. <laughs> Always have been. Oh, get out of here. So continue on. Um. It's a slow burner. Um, like uh, I didn't read the the old um, the previous Watchmen's um, comics, but I do get the gist of what happened <laughs> because I, obviously the movie. I was gonna say you saw the movie, right? Yeah. So the movie's pretty much spot on. You never read Watchmen? Hmm. Oh no, we're not gonna go into this. It's the greatest graphic novel <laughs> I know, of all time. I know. Man. I'll let you borrow mine just because so. I know I see you every fucking Sunday. <laughs> like Patrick. Yeah, I said that one time too. <laughs> I said those exact words. I see you every Sunday. I'll let you borrow Watchmen. <laughs> Guess who has to go buy another yeah. Watchmen? <laughs> and you're gonna buy a hardcover too, don't This make... time I'm getting hardcover. Buy both just so you can no, make the mistake. No more lending. No more lending. Fair enough. So, um, but other than that. Didn't care for it. It, like I said, it's slow for me, and but then again, I'm not like really invested to the previous stories Fair of it, so I'm like, eh. all right. But um, what did you think of the art? I love the art. I'm not gonna lie, like the art's legit. So, um, but I do have questions. I was I want to know when fucking Night Owl's coming back. You know, obviously, he's quote unquote retired. No, he's not retired. I think he's dead. No, they said it. He's retired. <laughs> 
me see real quick. I know where exactly where it was at because that's when they lift up the uh, area here. That's uh, that's the owl ship. It's not all right. Uh, no, because he's dead. Because remember uh, that Roshak killed Night Owl and the Silk Spectre before he offered himself. And then what the fucking homeboy says? No, he's not dead. He's retired. Oh, you, uh, he doesn't say retired. He s- says false. Put mm-hmm. the screwdriver down. So he's alive. Your partner? I was like, no, he's not. And that's when uh, oh, okay. Adrian comes in. All right, so I probably fucking read it wrong. But anyway, but, 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 but that doesn't mean that Adrian maybe cloned him. clone them or something. Yeah, There's something going on. So that, it also threw me off. I'm like. Warshak's alive. I thought he fucking died. And they do address it in this. So, and obviously, you told me this is like three years after. Yeah, so mm-hmm. uh, Watchmen happened in 89. This yeah. is technically happening in 92. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What about you, Patrick? I loved it, dude. Uh, this is, I mean, this is, I've been wanting to get back into DC. It's just, it's that decision. Like, am I going to do this? Am I not going to do this? And, um... I started to jump back in for Rebirth and it was just too much, too overwhelming, too much money, too yeah. much time. And I'm like, I'll get back to it. And this is the perfect re-entry for me because it's 12 issues. It's going to come out once a month. But the story where it wraps up takes place, when it wraps up, will tie into what's going on at DC right then. Yeah. So basically what they're telling me is, all right, you have a year to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm challenging myself to get caught up on all, all DC just coincide with the end of Doomsday Clock, so it's a it's a cool reentry point and to see what's going on. I mean, we we kind of talked about did we talk about this on mic or off? Just about rebooting the off mic, yeah. yeah. And like I was getting tired of it because it's been done so many times. But, happens every six years. Yeah, but you know what? Now I'm just like I, I got to a point that I missed I missed checking in with all these characters, and I'm like it's just time to jump back in. Yeah. So, um, you know, because I remember as far back as Crisis, and then. We were talking about Infant Crisis, then, uh, 52, New 52, all that stuff. And so I'm like, this is cool. This is a good time to jump back regardless in. Regardless of what, whether I liked the old version or the new version or the newer version or the next version. Yeah, yeah. Just it's a cool place to just jump in and accept the universe is what's going on right now. Yeah. So I I, I, I love when I read the for that one shot of Rebirth and saw how they were rebooting their universe to include Watchmen. And I'm like, okay. Well, te- okay. And I mean, or to include Manhattan. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. To include Manhattan and there's something going on. I'm like, I actually like this idea of how we're rebooting it. Because originally, Alan Moore wanted to... Watchmen is supposed to be... In the whole DC universe. Yeah, like yeah. Dr. Manhattan's supposed to be Superman, mm-hmm. all the shit. And they were like, yeah, we don't want you messing with our continuity. Right. So they were like, create this other thing. And he's like, all right, well, I'm just going to do like direct ripoffs of everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, which is weird because... Is Rorschach Batman or is he not? Because uh, we also have Night Owl. I, I mean, I, he might have he might have originally wanted it to be these characters, and then when they told him no, he might have split it and like, okay, I've got Night Owl and Rorschach, and I'm gonna no, take I, Batman I, and make you know. I think Rorschach, I got Rorschach. I got I got Rorschach. Mm-hmm. I got it. Constantine. I, I think I see that. With that, I think he's a mixture of Constantine. And Red Hood. Because here's the thing, too. Uh, I don't think... Red, no, Red Hood wasn't in 92, though. Yeah. No, but just his personality. But here's the thing, too, is that... But at like, that time, Alan Moore wouldn't be writing that. You true. gotta think of that okay, era. So, so, yeah. He might have wanted to use Batman Superman, but when they told him no, he wouldn't make them exactly the same. So he had to have said, like, okay, I'll take Batman and make Night Owl, but I can't make him too much like Batman, so I'll take some of these characteristics and put it in this yeah, other character. Okay. If they were it's exact... If, yeah, if they were exact carbon copies, I don't think the the... The Watch book would have been worked. as well received as it was. So who's comedian then? Who do you think? 
Because they don't have like a Punisher within I think maybe Deadshot. Deadshot or or Deathstroke? No, because mm. he doesn't move fast. Yeah, he does. No, I meant uh, comedian. Comedian doesn't move fast. He just we can maybe a mixture of both. Maybe. Who has more of a war background in, in DC Universe? Deathstroke. Yeah, maybe it is Deathstroke then. Yeah, maybe you're right. But yeah, I feel like yeah, it yeah. would have been it would have been like And then he would have been like a retired Deathstroke. Well, maybe? I feel like it would have been somebody from Justice League, but like like that team was Green his, Arrow? That's what I was thinking. Maybe like mm, Green Arrow, yeah. but again when he started rewriting it, it's like, well now I can go in this totally different direction. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So uh what I'll say with Doomsday Clock is first off, I love Jeff Johns as a writer. Um, he has yet to let me down. I, I want to say he's one of the greatest writers of our generation. Uh, he, he did Flash Reborn or Flash Rebirth. He did, he did the Justice thing when the new 52 came out, which was phenomenal. Uh, so much. So I have to say not only did, uh, did it feel like I was picking up Watchmen even after, you know, uh, over 15 year hiatus, mm-hmm. um, I think Gary Frank was uh, was the right artist for this, and I loved it. The art's phenomenal. I'm not gonna lie. I man. loved it. It it um it's interesting. It's so interesting, and I'm mad that uh, the second issue hasn't come out yet. I know it's, <laughs> gonna, be, it's gonna be a long yeah. Year, it's, gonna be a it's gonna be a long. Year. I just hope they stick to their schedule because mm. I know they're they're infamous. DC's changing infamous shit up. for like not changing shit. Uh, Marvel's infamous for changing shit. No, but I mean like DC's infamous for not sticking to their deadlines. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Like deadlines, that's when you keep changing yeah. shit on the deadlines. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, because I remember uh, Superman Unchained, which is uh, it was Scott Snyder because he was the hottest writer, and uh, Jim Lee. And by the time they actually came out with it, Lex Luthor was still bad, but they just ended Forever Evil, so Lex Luthor was good now. So you're like, well, when the, the fuck, fuck does this? Yeah. yeah, when does this take place? Yeah. So you know, as long as they stick to the to the full year schedule, I'm okay with that. I'm completely okay with that. Probably should have been playing our comic book review music. Yeah. I forgot that. Maestro, hit us with comic book review music. All right. So, um, uh, so you ordered it properly. <laughs> Mike, <laughs> yo, are you going to continue reading this with us? Are you going to take the year journey with us to really say it sucks at the very end or no? I say you stick with it. I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, dude. Okay. I think this, I'm, uh, this is a... Uh, personally, I'm not going to buy it, so I'll just uh, read okay, it from we'll you guys. Okay, we'll let you borrow it every week. <laughs> hey, but I'll read what? it from so you guys. So just know, we're, <laughs> every time we review this, it's the week after. <laughs> well, and, you know, I always end up buying multiple copies. So <laughs> <laughs> it's not like they're so losing money on free. you saying yeah. I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> but okay. Other than that, um, yeah, no, so... Um, I'll, also, I'll, I'll jump on this journey with you guys. Like, like I said, for, for me right now, I it's a slow burner for me because at the same time, I don't even know what the fuck is going on because I'm not up to date to all Rebirth at all. So yeah. it's, well, neither am I. So. I read... I read Green Lanterns. I read New Superman, which I love. And uh, I need to read... Uh, I was, I was going to read Flash, but I think I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to stick to... Uh, Sam Humphreys, which he left Green Lanterns, and he's going to be taking on Nightwing. So I'm gonna gonna follow that writer. I am I am I'm very much about following writers. Yeah, I, I would love to follow artists, but sometimes they jump on with with the writers, writers I, I refuse for, so, yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah, Tim yeah, Seeley is one of those. I do not care for Tim Seeley's yeah. writing. Um, but nonetheless, dude, like I there's so much good stuff coming out there, and I still love. I think Marvel switches way too much for me. It's like I had a good year 
of Doctor Strange. And yeah. it was phenomenal. Last Days of Magic, this guy comes in, takes all the magic, and goes into Doctor Strange's house. And at the very bottom, there's this like monster, just the most evil monster in the world. And Doctor Strange had to keep him there the entire time. And releases the monster... And like finally he tells like Doctor Strange like he's like, Well you've learned your lesson now. Like you know you're pure darkness, but obviously you stopped in front of me. Yeah. So go take that into the world. And it ends up being calm and leaving. And the and the guy that's been trying to take away all the magic, he's like, Well what am I doing here? He's like, Well now the true evilest monster is now locked in here and just fucking shuts the door Damn. on him. Yeah, so I was like, oh, so great. Like and then me, they took it away and now Doctor <laughs> Strange sucks. <laughs> like you already know me. I'm like I, I'm Certain story arcs, I'll, if I'm interested, I'll go into it, but I just stick to my usual. Yeah. So so we all read another uh, comic. Yeah, from Image. Hold on, let me pull it up. Um, Grave Digger Diggers number two. Yeah, Grave Digger's Union. I actually have the uh, prelude, if you wouldn't mind if I read it, you guys. Oh, sure. go ahead. So, um, the, pre- the story so far is uh, Supernatural World has gone berserk, and it's all tied up to a powerful cult called the Black Temple. They want to unleash an ancient dark. Uh, uh, they want to unleash ancient dark gods on mankind and bring the apocalypse. The only thing that stands in their way are Cole, Ortiz, uh, Ortiz, sorry, uh, and Haley, <laughs> the members of the Grave Digger Union, a brotherhood sworn to defend the living from the undead. At the center of the Black Temple's plan is a kid named, is a street kid named Morgan. She is the key to to the coming apocalypse. She is also Cole's estranged daughter. Now, to find the grave diggers, uh, now to find her, the grave diggers have broken union rules and have gone to ask for help from Morphia the witch. Only one problem: grave diggers and witches hate each other's guts. Yes. First off, I need to say this. Thank you, Image, uh, or thank you, I forgot image. who the writer and artist is. Uh, we got uh, Guardia and Fletcher, so uh, Wes Craig and Toby Cypress. Yes. Uh, yes. So uh, thank you so much for actually giving, like, this is called the Marvel method where you add, like, this is what happened previously and then tune in next time. Yeah, right. So I'm glad that they went down the Marvel method because it seems like with Image Comics, they don't really do that too often. Mm. So I like knowing, all right, this is what happened previously, this is where we're at now, Go! And that's exactly what happened in this. They they go and, and they go to this uh, voodoo. I, I guess a witch in the bayou. Was, in the bayou, which is funny because like she's a fucking meth lab. She's supposed to have money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's great. That's it. I thought she was supposed to have money. Why is she living in a swamp? It was like, and, and literally, beep, beep, beep. fuck, I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, he said, fuck, I don't know. And then, and then it's and then they're like, oh god, it looks like a meth lab. It looks like a children's meth lab, like somebody drew. All, cra- yeah, it was all like uh, <laughs> crayon like, and tagged yeah, up yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. All, all, all fancy. All it, it, it looked it like tie dye. <laughs> it was like the ghetto witch from um, uh, Hansel and Gretel. Who's yeah. like, can't have candy, so I'm gonna paint this bitch. Well, I think, I think, I think the great thing too is like, what happened to your money? She's like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I got, I lost it in stocks and stuff, and it's like, what? What's going on here? Uh, um, so from there, they basically address like they need to find the uh, uh, the daughter, yeah. and the daughter's working. For, for the Dark Order, whatever. The yeah, the, the Dark Temple. Yeah. The Black Temple, I believe. Uh, so, from there, we jump on over to them, and they basically address, hey, we need we're, 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 we're like, uh, what makes you think this girl's uh, our savior? And they're like, yeah, well, you can fucking leave. He's like, motherfucker, he's like, <laughs> you're, you're excommunicated. excommunicated. And he's like, I'm the, whole, I'm the primary 
Harry Stockholder. Like, my we dad, my dad started the fucking. No, no, no. Yeah, no it, was, it was his dad. His dad started it. No, I thought the son walks up, so the dad is like, leave the seat. No, he was dead. Oh, okay. Yeah, dad's been dead. Oh. Okay. So, so he's like, blah, blah, blah. When he started moving, it's like, yeah, no. And everyone was like, later. Bye. He was <laughs> yeah. like, you're, 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 you lost the cause. It's yeah. for the cause. So, and then obviously, for the greater good. Yeah, and so Morgan's like, shit, I should try harder. He's like, he's like, yeah, he was a major, uh, a major fucking asset, but his fucking funds was dwindling, so we don't give a fuck about him. Yeah. So, it was just, even though the prelude helped a little bit, I still really don't know what the fuck is going on, because I want to know more of the dialogue was going between the characters and everything, but... You could go back and read. I'm going to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. Yes. I'm gonna pick up number one. Same here. But um, the art, I enjoy the art. It was dark, a little I more. I didn't enjoy the. It art. was dark and grimy. I love it. It reminds me of um, kind of like uh, like like uh, comic book strips. Yeah. Comic book strip art. I didn't care for that. See, I didn't. I didn't not like it because. But it, but it, it felt new. like it was intended to be like that too because right. it yeah. made all the colors kind of look. I felt away. like if I had picked up like a. The next Doomsday Clock or something else DC, it's like, well, wait, this art doesn't fit in the universe that I know. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, because I'm going into something completely different, which was nice that even though we were on the second issue and it's like we missed a little bit, but I didn't feel like I had to know this whole universe to yeah, jump into something else. Exactly. Cool. So it was kind of nice that the artwork was different. Yeah, going along with it. So I, I really agree felt like we're over here now. We're not. This we're is not, this is this our is little now. playground. Yeah. This is now. So I like it. I like <laughs> it for that reason. Yeah, I um. I like the writing. I mean, I'm I personally it didn't interest me, but that doesn't mean it's not a good comic. Yeah, it's just something I'm not going to continue reading. But yeah, dude, it was, it was it was solid. It was cool. The uh, I enjoyed all the jokes. Uh, dude, the jokes were funny. Yeah, yeah, it hit every time it needed to hit, dude. Yeah. So, uh, do I suggest picking it up? You should like if if you enjoy something like this and this feels like something right up your alley. Which uh, image is like the new home of horror and sci-fi? Yeah, yeah. like something that and and they're they're playing to that a lot because DC has what Constantine. Yeah, Marvel has Doctor Strange. Yeah, I mean other than that, maybe Swamp Thing on DC side. Uh, maybe Thing. Moon Knight or Man Thing on the other side. And even then, Man Thing has that, hasn't that been canceled by R.L. Stein yet? I remember picking up the first one and the second one, and I hated it. I don't remember to be honest with you, dude. I mean, but um, dialogue in this fucking comic is like on point. Yeah. It's not like it, felt great. Eh, it was just fucking a good constant flow. Um, but yeah, <laughs> do uh, and then both you guys are gonna pick up the uh, pick up the the first issue. As yeah, well. I'm gonna yeah. go back and read it. And then I'm gonna reread too to see if it makes more sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, right. like I said, I was a little lost, but I still dug it. Let's go ahead. We're gonna switch gears right now. We're gonna get into some uh, something else that you know maybe everybody wasn't expecting, but you know, tis the season, man. Tis the season to be killing. No, not to be killing. No, uh, maybe chilling, but not killing. Tamales. I looked at your phone and it just said bacon across the top. I'm like, "Tis a season for bacon?" No, yes, it is. It's uh, no, for it some odd reason. Bacon <laughs> cookies. Bacon <laughs> cookies. There we go. So, tis the season, you guys. And guess what? I read on my own this this uh, week. Don't I don't know. know. There's a nice, hefty Christmas special by DC. Nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. Never read that. How Rudolph saved Gotham. No, dude. You know <laughs> it's just a DCU holiday special. Yes, it is. It's out. No, oh. I'm reading the preview I was for it. Say, I, so I, it comes out. This I thought Wednesday. it was coming out this Wednesday. It exactly. is coming out this Wednesday. Yes, I, I, I didn't realize it was that thick. Yeah. Ten bucks. Oh, yes, I want ten bucks. Yeah. I usually buy the holiday specials if I see them come out. So. What I will say is, 
it it touches every single like every single character in the DC universe. Even to the point where the, it starts off with Constantine getting drunk in a bar and getting mad. Nice. And it actually goes on over guy. to <laughs> it goes on over to Clark Kent. And apparently oh, every he's year he's out. Yeah. Every awesome. year he contemplates if he should continue being Superman. Yeah, and he kind of sits stop. there and he's just like, Am I even good Maybe. enough? Can I am I can I save everybody? Like, is it worth it? And uh, the bartender comes up and he's like, Every year you just sit here and you talk shit on Superman and I'm fucking tired of it. <laughs> and it's funny too because of course, you know, Superman has to be clear-minded so he's ordering club soda the entire time. Right. Yeah. While Constantine's like shit drunk and he's like, yeah, you, should, you know my fucking problem. I gotta do the same shit like Superman's do but no one gives a shit about me and I like, get the fuck out of here, Alki. <laughs> and it goes into a lot of different things. One of my favorite stories and I know Mike would appreciate it. It seems to be taking place in like World War II. Oh yeah! And uh, <laughs> a soldier basically got shot, and uh, this uh, this higher uh, high ranking like German soldier comes by. Oh whatever, he's dead. And the American pulls out the gun, and he's like, "Nope, you're fucking sitting here with me." And basically, he's like, "When I die, you you're fucking, fucking die. die." And it goes for like a full week, and he's just like, "Man, like nobody's gonna come for us." He's like, "I don't give a fuck. Like you're staying here, man." And a sergeant rock comes and he and he sees him and he's like, man, like some, some, uh, and that was the thing is that he he's like, you know, you're gonna die after a day, and he ends up basically like living the full Hanukkah and living out those seven days and he's like, or eight days, whatever yeah. it is, eight crazy nights. So yeah, there you go, eight crazy. That's how I can remember. Uh, they also go into this awesome uh, Green Arrow storyline, where Green Arrow's helping the orphans. And they uh, pick up. Uh, he's dressed up as Santa Claus, and Black Canary's dressed up as um, uh, uh, Mrs. Claus. <laughs> and she's just like, "This is fucking stupid." But then some bad guys come, and they have to take him out. And that's when Green Arrow uses the uh, the Christmas the, arrow. No, the no the 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 punch bag arrow. Oh, the punching glove. Yeah. And, and then like all the kids come up and like, "Oh my God, you're Black Canary. You were an orphan too." And like, "Thank you so much for helping us." Like. You're working with Santa Claus, and that's what Green Arrow's like. Yeah, 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 Santa Claus, and he's like, shit. <laughs> and they're like, thank you so much. And like, Black Canary looks to to Green Arrow's like, I understand now. So, do I suggest picking it up? I do. It's ten bucks, man. It, it may hurt your pockets, but honestly, <laughs> it, it 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 helps you. It helps a comic book goer really get into the Christmas spirit again. It helps you pull you in and you're just like, man, like even to the point where like Batman has, has a story too. And he's like, he just said, uh, it's like the one time a year he like lets this thing go because yeah. this poor kid apparently uh, was forced out of their uh, home with the grandma. And like now he's, you can't tell if he's like, there's something mentally wrong with yeah. him or if he truly is haunted by his grandma that unfortunately dies in the snow because they get kicked out of of their house and, yeah and basically this guy has at gunpoint the the son of the the people that did it and the grandma's son uh, the ghost grandma's like dude like kill them kill them now and batman comes in and kind of realizes like okay like you're traumatized i right. get it so i'm going to let this go and that's when the guy goes, get away from me, Grandma, like, like leave forever. But then, like, as she leaves, he's just crying, and he's like, goodbye, Grandma. So it's, like, the only thing that ever loved him and cared for him, yeah. like, unfortunately, as it haunted him, it, he for had years. to let it go, yeah. That so, it, yeah, honestly, <laughs> it was good. And, and there's short little stories, five to six pages, and it's brutally thick. 
fuck. Like it seems like either one hundred, uh, either fifty or one hundred page special. Oh shit! Nice. So so it's worth the ten. Yeah, yeah that's it, worth it the ten. It's worth the ten bucks. You know, what? I'll pick it up. And it Me seems like, it, it, it was cool, man. I I, I suggest and art just. Everything needed to be where it needed to be. If nice. it was Green Arrow, it was more can. It was uh, actually, I think Green Arrow was more like Bruce Tim kind of art. Okay. While when you went over to Superman, it was more realistic. While you went over to Batman, it was dark and gritty and watercolor. Yeah. Like it hit everything it needed to hit. That's awesome. Nice. Go ahead and pick it up. But with that being said, we have one more comic, you guys, and it is the Faith uh, Wonderland Winter Special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we go ahead? Can we get the uh, artist and writer on this one, good sir? Uh, the uh, Valiant Comics Faith Wonderland special. Now, don't worry about it, Mike. We got a producer to pull that up. So, you guys, who wants to explain this one in a in a, in a jiffy? Pretty much, childhood started off watching a fucking Alice in Wonderland TV Faith. show. Yes, Faith. Yep. And then it was during Christmas, and then she's older now. She's at a store. She it got canceled. Yeah, well, yeah. got canceled. And then she see a postcard of the fucking show. She's like, ah. And all of a sudden, fucking White Rabbit came out in the middle of nowhere. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Teleported to this fucking underground lair, and then fucking creepy ghost kids came out. And then all of a sudden, we found out that fucking Alice of the show became the evil fucking witch queen of oblivion. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> I think I might have to re-explain it. <laughs> <laughs> you said in a jiffy. There you go. Fair enough. So basically, when, when Faith is a kid. Uh, the writer is uh, Margaret Savage. And artist? And artist is Francis Portella and MJ Kim. There you go, you guys. So basically, Faith is a kid and she's watching the last, uh, unbeknownst, the last Wonderland show. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alice like says, like, tune in next week. We're going to figure all this stuff out. And then it just got canceled, and she's like, man, that kind of hurt. So when she's later on as an adult, she's in the store, and she buys the card, and she goes, I know Alice. I remember this. Mm-hmm. Like, I know this person personally. Uh, but in the end of the show, they go, hey, you need to go get the person to save us. White Rabbit, you're our only hope. Yep. Send him off. So as an adult, the White Rabbit comes. is like, hey, you need to come help me. And I kind of felt bad. Because like, she's like, oh, follow White Rabbit? Well, if it's a dream, who cares? Jumps in and goes, man, blondes are notorious for just jumping into the hole and yeah. following me. I was like, That's the kinda, that kind of hurts, man. You don't, you don't want to be calling out people like that. Like, Just the blondes that always follow me. I was like, all right, whatever. So from there, they basically explain, like, there are bad things that are happening within Wonderland. Our queen has now switched because she was corrupted. And in the real world, you find out that Alice, they're like, dude, we understand you've, you've done this as a passion project. But you need to sell stuff. And from there, they were like, she was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll bite the bullet. Fuck this shit. Mm -hmm. So that's when everything is now corrupted over in Wonderland. And Faith, luckily, uh, not only banishes everything from consumerism and all this, but pulls out Alice and says, like, I understand and I get it. Like, remember who you are. You started this because of this. She switches. She's all good. Did you give her the postcard? Not yeah. yet. That was not yet. Oh, sorry. She shows the postcard. You're right. She does. She shows. That's what I meant. She yeah. like she shows it, and doesn't that that brings it, that brings yeah. back? And right before leaving, they're like, "Thank you so much for saving us." <laughs> and the white and Faith asks the white rabbit, "Can I keep the the bunny suit?" Yeah. Because oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> when when consumerism is trying to like follow her, like here, just throw this on. That they'll they only attack humans, and they'll think you're a bunny. So she gets sent out. She actually goes to Alice and goes, like, here, like, do you remember this? And she's like, oh, my God, I do. We should watch reruns together. Yeah. And she kind of, like, reminisces upon it. That's that's where it ends, man. So what'd you guys, what did you guys think of uh, Faith's Wonderland special? 
Um, I, I'm going to be honest. I haven't really read any fake comics at all. I don't all. think you needed to know anything about yeah, fake in this really one. Um, well, I'm just giving my backstory on that. Um, but the comic itself it was actually pretty good. I'm yeah, not going to lie. I it was like not a super drawn out fucking story. It was multiple issues. It was like... What are you saying is it wasn't Doomsday Clock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but for something like... Because that, 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 that one issue has a lot of potential for be like... A little, like maybe like a three part series four part series but it was like enough just like bam right straight to the fucking point yep. um, art's on point um, dialogue I enjoy the dialogue of it cause it's like question here answer here question here answer here well what the fuck huh this is what happened like, oh okay cool so what did you think no I agree I think like rather than drag it out to be four issues it's just sometimes you just want to go to the shop grab something sit down and read a story that starts in the middle and ends <laughs> and not go alright well in four months I'll find out what happens yeah. you know so it's, it was cool it, I'm, it, it's cool especially like a lot of times end of the year we're gonna throw out a one shot or something like that yeah. it's just it's just nice to sit down and just read a story and like you said I, I'm familiar with Faith but I haven't read anything so you didn't need to this, yeah this, this, gave is, this you, is perfect you know and everything you needed to know in there and it was a Probably a very twist, a very different twist than what usually happens. Like she went to Wonderland. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. That is but it was but like well, you you go into it. You may not whether you know Faith or not. You know the story. Like you know the Alice story. What I will so say is they, uh, they gave you something that is familiar. The travel verse was just introduced, mm. so that's when they tell the bunny like go to the travel verse, mm-hmm. mm. and that was just introduced recently in uh, uh, Faith in the Future Force. Okay. So uh, that so, was like a little. I was like, "Oh shit!" They're still playing the storyline out because that's already passed. It's already yeah. it's already gone. Um, but as a as a valiant follower, I loved it, dude. Nice. I loved it. And Faith, uh, for those that don't know, she is uh, a plus size superhero. Mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. you don't normally get within Marvel and DC. And you know, people want relatable. You know, some people are overweight, and uh, you know that's I she's got a perfect weight. Over or under. There you go. There you go. Uh, and, uh, well, fuck, I was going to say something. I, I, I have to retract that statement because as she was a kid, you know, she had a little extra weight on her too. And I was like, man, they're sticking with continuity. Yeah. I, I love it. And and there's nothing wrong with it. And that's exactly what yeah. it is, is that at, people will tell her like, well, why don't you lose, lose a little weight? Why don't you do this? And she's like, man, not only am I perfectly good the way I am, but I could kick the living crap out of you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why they address in the comic too. Like, you're this perfect combination of like kind-hearted and loving but assertive and need to do what you need to do yep, during this action. Done. So she's just this awesome, you know, sweet person. Badass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. That's a uh, honestly, I couldn't toot Valiant's horn more. Dude. Any like, more than you already do. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I love them to death. Uh, they everything, everything they got, and even then, uh, Patrick picked up Ninjak number two. No, I got number one. Oh, you have is, number is one. Is two out? I didn't see it. Uh, I think two out. Uh, two's out in a week or two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you picked up number one. Yeah. Did you end up reading it? Not yet. You gonna? Oh yeah, of course. Right. I didn't buy it for nothing. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> buy it, it to look to kid. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we're gonna go ahead and end it, you guys. Wait. Wait. What? Did you guys see the new trailer for a new animated movie? Uh, the Batman uh, Ninja the, and Senjuku. I did. Oh, I didn't watch it yet. God. I saw that. God, it's <laughs> it was pretty cool. It's from the maker of Afro Samurai. Yep. So it's like this, like the 3D yeah. stuff. So yeah, that's gonna be kind of yeah. cool. It, if you haven't seen it, watch it. it, watch it. <laughs> Before we go, can I ask a question? Do you bleed? <laughs> no. You will. <laughs> yes. 
How how would you feel if Valiant put out an AFI comic? I'd cry. I would cry. Oh, <laughs> I'd look, You'd I'm be just, intolerable at that I'm point. I'm just look. It may. I may be the but only. But it was forty dollars. I may be. <laughs> I may be the only one in line. But once You'd those be, fucking yeah. Harbinger movie come out and the Bloodshot movie come out, I will be there and I will watch it fifty fucking times. I swear to you. So you're gonna watch them as much as I watch Deadpool. Yeah, basically, <laughs> especially Bloodshot. And it's and what's great is supposedly it, if it is what it is, the director of John Wick is gonna be taking on Bloodshot, which is the perfect director. Bloodshot's not gonna say anything. He's just gonna go fucking murdering motherfuckers. All right, let's go ahead. Let's close it out. I am your host, MTR, also known as Mathrat, and as always, Mike. Special guest, Patrick. <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. Comics After Dark. Oh, no music? There we go. There we go. <laughs> all right, you guys. Until next time. Later. Deuces. <laughs>